The Detroit Lions have a historically bad defense. Is this finally the week the Packers offense can get bat on track? Matt Derry from Locked On Lions joins us for a crossover Thursday that starts right now. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. We really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how crossover Thursday, Locked on Lions, Locked on Packers, a preview of two teams trying to figure it out. And one of them had expectations and one of them didn't. So they're very different in that way. But still, two teams in search of something, which one can find their identity in this game. I think it's the Packers. And you will hear it at the end. This game is going to go one of two ways. And the Packers, you're going to feel... You're going to feel a type of way after this game is over. You're either going to feel buoyed by a team that is figuring it out or you're going to go, this season is over. I really think that there are no, there's no in between this week. So I talk about it with our friend, Matt. Oh man, I always love doing this. The Thursday crossover brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. Matt Derry, Locked On Lions. Peter Bukowski, the legendary host of Locked On Packers. He is everywhere on this network as well. Yes, Pete, come on. Three and five pack and one and six Lions, dude. We're Oof. here. Can you believe it? This is brutal. I uh and and guess what? I think the Lions, if they're fully healthy and they're not, um, they would have the better offense. I don't think like I don't even think it's close. What's that all about? You know, we're gonna get into all this in a second, but give me 30 seconds. Just uh, what is going on up there? It 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 is truly hard to understand what is going on right now. Um, I, part of it is that your offensive line is not playing as well as you thought they would. Um, your quarterback is not playing as well as you thought he would. And your your main guys, Alan Lazard, has been hurt in and out of the lineup. Randall Cobb on IR. Sammy Watkins just off IR. So you haven't even had your guys. You've been relying on the Romeo Dobbses of the world. And, and in this last game, Samori Toure, seventh round pick. It's it's been a little bit of everything, unfortunately, for the Green Bay Packers on offense. So we'll see if they can turn it around against objectively the worst defense in the league. <laughs> yes. Crossover Thursday presented by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks, so much fun, easy to play. No competing with other players, just you versus the projections available. Pick two to five players. If they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. It literally can take less than 60 seconds to enter. It's that easy. We love prize picks. We know you will too. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. So, Pete, uh, the Packers coming to town. Certainly the Lions not playing very well. Let's start with you on, on storyline, biggest storyline you think entering Sunday for this Green Bay team. <sighs> That that's it. That's my, my sigh. That's the biggest storyline. Um, can th- this is this is the season for Green Bay? If they can't look right, if they can't go in and beat a Detroit Lions team that 
by the way, has given them some problems the last couple of years, irrespective yes. of the the team's records. I mean, Lions fans love to point out that there was that two year run where like the, the Packers led the Lions for like four total seconds of those games. Um, and, and yet the Packers were winning those games. They, they need a game to look like themselves a little bit, or it's a lost year. Like if you can't do it against the lions, you just can't do it. And you have to start asking questions about the future of this team, the future of Aaron Rodgers. Is he going to be the starter the rest of the way? Or do you just go to Jordan love and see what you have? Should they have been sellers at the deadline? There'll be some retroactive questions if they they look bad in this game or, God forbid, lose this game. Um, and it's it's not even that crazy at this point that they would lose this game. If this game takes place last year, I mean, I think the Packers were touchdown favorites in Detroit last year in a game where we knew they were only going to play a half. So, I mean, that that tells you a lot about um, the the differences between these two teams a year later. You know, I, I think here for the Packer, Locked On Packers listeners, I mean, the, the storyline here, I don't even know where to begin either. Um, TJ Hawkinson's been traded. Brad Holmes, a general manager, spoke on Wednesday and basically said, hey, look, we're still in the building phase here. And if we were six and one, we would have made that trade. I mean, that's that's in a complete lie. You, no six and one team is trading their second or third best offensive player, <laughs> whether you like Hawkinson or not. Um I thought at one and five, they had to win one of their two games here uh, at home. Miami last week and Green Bay, obviously this week, I made a proclamation on my show that I was ready to resign and quit if they don't do it. So this could be my last crossover, Pete. But but in all seriousness, I'm I'm honored that that it would be with me. (laughs) But in all seriousness, there's just so many storylines. I mean, like you said, the historically bad defense uh, couldn't get off the field last week against Tua. I don't know what they're going to do against Rodgers, although. From what you're saying, this offense is broken in Green Bay. So it's almost like a, a take your pick, pick your poison type situation. I mean, this is Green Bay. This is like you said, this is their season, but the Lions have basically waved the white flag with the Hawkinson trade. And now they're kind of sitting at one and six. It's uh, we could go so many different ways with this thing, you know? It is it is pretty bizarre to be here with these two teams. I think the difference, and, and you tell me, like, I was going to ask you this. How hot is the seat with Dan Campbell right now? Because I don't think Matt LaFleur's seat is is warm. Like if they lose out, I think you have to just blow it up. I don't th- I don't see that happening for Green Bay. But I understand that when they that you have your GM coming out and saying we're still building this thing and and if we would have been 6 and 1, we would have traded TJ Hawkinson and all of that is well and good. But at a certain point, this is still an NFL team. You still have to win some games. And as fun a story as Detroit's offense is and as great as Jamal Williams was on hard knocks, at a certain point, you have to win games, don't you? So what, like how, to, what is the temperature right now? Where, how high is that, is that red, uh, that red mercury in, in the thermometer right now in his seat? Well, you know, two things. Number one, the fans uh, are starting to see through this. They do love Campbell. He is fun. All the things, uh, you know, your joke from, and you were one of the first to jump on it last year, the whole kneecap biting thing. Fans do like him. Nobody doesn't like the guy and what he stands for. And hard knocks, that wasn't a, an act. That's who he is. But like you said, 419 and one in two years in this league where, you, you know, Tom Brady's below 500, Aaron Rodgers below 500. I mean, the Bears in your division are, are tanking, not even trying to win. They have three wins. The commanders who the Lions blew out in week two have four wins. Carolina, who's trading everybody away has two wins and you're sitting there with one. I mean, that's not a very good reflection on the coach. Now 
Number one, Sheila Hamp, the owner, last week came out and said, love these guys. Like We had to tear it down. It's going to take some time. Holmes asked yesterday about it, said, yeah, you know, uh, I'm not going to get into this. This is an end of the season presser. I'm not going to answer questions about my coach's future. This is just about the Hawkinson trade. So I think Campbell's safe, but they end up one in 16 or something. How do, how do you keep him? But here in Detroit, it is no. They are notoriously known, the Ford family, whether it was dad, whether it was mom, and now it's daughter, of holding on to people way too long. Matt Millen got way too long. Matt Patricia got a third year. Wayne Fonts was around double digit years. So I don't see Campbell being let go unless they just completely, you know, the the ship just takes too much water. But I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. This is. This is. Partially a similar story to what's going on in Green Bay right now, because Matt LaFleur was asked about the future of Joe Barry and he was like taken aback by the question. And I think that shows a little bit of, of him just, maybe he's just caping for his guy or whatever it is, or potentially more troubling. He's just that out of touch with what's going on and what the, what the fan reaction is to this team and what the media reaction is to this team. Like there are seven first round picks on this defense, Matt. And yeah. they are a, a below average defense like that can't happen. And they're consistently falling off in the second halves of these games, although they played much better in the second half against they had the sort of reverse of the games that they've been having offensively. They were much better in the second half than the first half and defensively. They were much better in the second half than the first half. It's been the exact opposite all season. And Matt LaFleur was like shocked, gobsmacked that anyone would dare wonder if Joe Barry would be the DC and yet everyone from the outside is going, are we sure this is the right guy? Are we sure that they're maximizing the talent on this team? And and I do think at a certain point, you have to wonder if the talent is really as good as we thought. That's a Brian Gutekind's question. Unfortunately, he doesn't have to answer after a trade deadline where the Packers do exactly zero squat zilch nada um, mm. for a team that desperately needed some help on the offense. So it it is... I would say for Packers fans, strangely similar to what's going on in Detroit. This is a position that they are not used to being in. Um, and that's not even really shade at Detroit. This is just unfamiliar territory for Green Bay. And they they don't, they're, they're searching right now, Matt. That's the voice of Peter Bukowski, Locked on Packers. Matt Derry, Locked on Lions Thursday crossover. We're going to get some key matchups, and we're going to do that coming up next for both sides. First, our friends at Blue Nile, the original online jeweler. Folks, you're looking for jewelry, it's simple. There's only one place to go, and that is BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. They have helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. Their easy online tools let you choose the diamond shape, size, clarity, all of that as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then help you handcraft her perfect one-of-a-kind engagement ring. Blue Nile, they are the best. Looking for a piece of fine jewelry to commemorate a special milestone, but still having trouble choosing. Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7, you know, either on the phone or in chat to make it easy for you. Shop stress-free with Blue Nile's 100% satisfaction guarantee. All orders are insured and shipped for free. In discreet packaging, they also offer overnight shipping if you're in a rush. Call to action. Simple. Make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com and use code LOCKEDON. To save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. That's B-L-U-E-N-I-L-E.com. Code locked on to save 50 bucks on your purchase of $500 or more. BlueNile.com. Code locked on. 
Thursday crossover, Lions hosting the Packers coming up Sunday at Ford Field. Back-to-back home games here uh, for Detroit. Green Bay, of course, fresh off that loss to the Bills last week. Real fast, Pete, what stood out for you Sunday night? Because that, that game was over rather quickly, huh? Yeah, I think what stood out for me is Green Bay didn't panic. They, down 14, ran the ball. And then they ran the ball. And then they ran the ball again. And they scored. And all of a sudden, it's 14-7. And, you know, some weird things happened. You know, they they throw a tipped interception right back after Josh Allen throws an interception. Um, they eventually get that interception back because of Josh Allen. They got two fourth down stops in plus territory. It was interesting. I went back and looked at, at the numbers from the Chiefs game with the Bills. And the Packers defensively were better per play than the Chiefs were. And they were better against Josh Allen than the Chiefs were. It was offensively, they were just two plays or three plays away. Big Bob Tunyon gets called for a garbage offensive pass interference. That would make the game. Packers end up having to settle for a field goal. That was on third down. That would have made the game 27-21. And then that last possession, they're there with a chance to go score and win the game. Um, it's a very different feel. And then you give up these two, these two drives in plus territory on fourth down, one, fourth, and three, where there was a miscommunication and Zach Tom, the rookie, playing out of position at guard, gets worked. And then you have a fourth and one call, which was a terrible call. The Packers are the worst fourth down team in the league this year, where you try and run into a 10-man Buffalo box. You expect your, your two-time reigning, four-time overall MVP to be able to get you out of those situations, and they weren't able to. It was really a game that was two or three plays away from being much closer than it was. If you look at the box score, you'd go, this had to have been a field goal game. This was a one possession game late. And it wasn't just because the Packers margin for error is so, so, so small that you don't get a fourth down on fourth and one in plus territory. It's a seven point swing or you, you don't go for it on fourth and three. It's a three point swing. And that's a, that's a problem for them right now. Um, But this matchup, this matchup, is really nice for them. I was just I was just looking up the numbers as you were doing our our supporting our wonderful sponsors. <laughs> and in EPA yeah. per play, so estimated points added per play on a per play basis, this Detroit Lions defense is 32nd. They're the worst defense in the league. The difference between the Lions at 32 and the Falcons at 31 is more than the difference between the Falcons at 31 and the Cardinals at 18. So the difference between the worst defense in the league and the second worst defense in the league is basically the gap between being the second worst defense in the league and being a slightly below average defense. That's how much worse they are than everybody else. Another great stat. And then I won't bore you with any more numbers for a little while. (laughs) EPA per dropback. So this is passing defense. They are giving up more EPA per dropback then Aaron Rodgers was generating last season when he was the MVP. So every team that plays the Detroit Lions deep passing defense becomes better than 2021 Aaron Rodgers. Yikes. And and still, if you're a Packers fan, you're going, yeah, I don't know if they can score 30 on this team. I just don't know. I don't know. they They don't have confidence right now that this team can take advantage of that. And that is wild. It is, it is wild, and obviously Lions, uh, for some of the Packer fans that I might not know, the Lions fired their secondary coach on Monday, Aubrey Pleasant, because after the game on Sunday, Dan Campbell said, well, the plan was to jam Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle last week in the four-point loss to the Dolphins, and instead those guys ran free and nobody touched them as they came off the line all day. 
I don't know if that's on the head coach, Aaron Glenn, the D coordinator, or Pleasant, but it's obvious Pleasant got the pink slip. And, and then, you know, Sunday night you sit down in front of the TV and watch the Packers if you're a Lions fan and you go, wait a minute, what is going on here? How is Green Bay only scoring 18 points per game with this quarterback? And, yes, the receiving core is young and Watson can't stay healthy and all those things. That's one of the key matchups for me is, is just can the Lions get some pressure on Aaron Rodgers because they're second to last in sacks in the league. Their first-round pick, number two overall, is not 22, not 32, two in Aiden Hutchinson. Can he get to the quarterback? Can they? Because that's how the Lions might end up winning this thing is if they can get a little heat on Rodgers and make things uncomfortable for him. Because this is the game. You're right. I'm sure the folks in Ashwaubenon are saying, "Hey, it's going to be the get right game. Rodgers will have all day to throw, and even the receivers are young and inexperienced, but he'll get right because he'll just he'll his jersey will be clean. Um, that's that's what I'm looking at is is if they, if they can get some heat on Rodgers. Uh, maybe they'll be in this thing. What, what do you, Who what are you, the guys that that if you're a Packers fan, you're going, okay, you have to be afraid of these guys because Aiden Hutchinson had the one um, really nice statistical game. But, you know, I was sort of looking at this roster going, who are the pass rushers supposed to be that the Green Bay Packers are going to be scared of in this game? They've had a lot of problems with interior pass rushers. I think Olympic McNeil has been a really nice player as a run defender, but he's not a pass rusher. So no. who are those guys that you're going, okay, if they can create interior or, or on the edge, although the Packers tackles have been very good. We expect David Bakhtiari to play in this game. Although if, if Lions fans don't know two weeks ago, we didn't know the morning of the game that David Bakhtiari was not going to play. The Packers didn't know either, and they had to go into the game. So until we know for sure he's active, do not assume Bakhtiari is going to be out there. But Matt, who are those guys that, you know, okay, this guy could get hot and create problems for Aaron Rodgers? Well, Charles Harris might actually come back. He's missed the last couple okay. of games, and he's not been healthy. We'll see uh, if he can go Sunday. Josh Paschal is a second-round pick that uh, uh, had hernia surgery, came back two games ago. Actually, the first game, he did okay and was actually pretty active. Uh, this past Sunday, uh, you didn't even know he was on the field. So, yeah, that's a that's a weak point. It continues to be a weak point. You mentioned interior rush. They're paying Michael Brockers $8 million a year. He's been a healthy scratch the last two weeks. They just don't have the bodies inside to, you know, whatever games they play, anything they try to do to get to a quarterback. They just haven't gotten there. And this has been the last couple of years. They thought Hutchinson and, and Harris after last year gave him some money uh, would be the guys. Austin Bryant's been a bit of a bust. So it's it's there's not a lot there right now. They're, Aaron Glenn loved to blitz. And early this year, if you recall all the blitzing they did and the Seattle game, it destroyed them. So now they've been a little bit more backing off with the blitzing. But um, anything else stick out for you besides what we just talked about in terms of matchups in this one for Green Bay? Yeah, I, I think... Um, you know, the offense is something that the Packers fans are going to be concerned about. This is the 10th ranked team adjusting for schedule and offensive efficiency. Um, I know they, they have some injuries, Deandre Swift, um, dealing with injury. I'm on, I'm on Ross St. Brown the last couple of weeks, right. Has been in and out of the lineup a little bit. Um, and then you lose TJ Hawkinson in a trade to, to Minnesota and Packer fans are sort of going like, why not us? Uh, if you're going to do that, apparently the Packers did check in on Hawk and, and just, you know, whatever the price tag I thought, I frankly thought it was too much, but I, I've never really been a Hawkinson guy the, the way that some people have been. So now you lose that. And he, he was for all of my, you know, sort of misgivings about the trade, a valuable piece for them run and pass. 
because when you can play with that tight end of the line of scrimmage and 11 personnel, it allows you to do so much more in the run game. Now you lose that. Um, that's a, that's a big blow for this team. And now you have to on the fly, figure out what the rest of this offense looks like. Um, the Packers defense has made some lesser offenses look better. And so when you have an offense that has done some fun things and an offense that kind of lit them up last year in that, that game, even when the starters were on the field, I think Packer fans are going, mm, I don't know, like this has to be as much as it is for the offense has to be a get right game. I think it, it you want it to be a little bit of a get right game for the defense pressure Jared Goff, force him to make mistakes. This offense, it has to drive you nuts, Matt, the penalties, the drops, the missed assignments where you're just going, what are we, what are we doing? And and I sympathize as I watch the Packers because I feel the same way going does this team practice? And, and it is, it is a little cathartic watching the lions. Cause I'm like, okay, so there's definitely a less disciplined, more <laughs> idiotic team out there than the Packers, because that seems hard to fathom sometimes when I watch well, Green Bay. I'll, I'll be honest. The first half this past Sunday, the offense looked really good. And then they came out in the second half and you're right there. The first series after Miami came down and scored uh, three straight offensive line uh, penalties, a couple of false starts and a hold. Now you're first and 30. Right. And that just kills the drive. And, and, but that's been kind of vintage uh, Lions for a while. And they played Miami tough, it. though. They played some of these games tough. They just yeah. can't finish them. Why can't they finish them? Second halves are at the third, coming out in the third quarter. And this is where coaching comes in, to be honest. Mike McDaniel made adjustments. Uh, the Dolphins staff made adjustments. And the Lions don't. This has been every week now for the last few. Pete Carroll, same thing with the Seahawks game in the 48 45 shootout. Um, you got to come out of the locker room with something. And for some odd reason, third quarters have been brutal. Golf has had a couple of interceptions, including a pick six on their first possession coming out of the tunnel. And that, uh, that just can't cut it. That's for sure. This right, is going to be come the, back. the battle of teams uh, that do not make adjustments coming out of halftime because the Packers have been an abysmal second half team overall, and especially in the third and fourth quarter. So, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's surprising, especially with, uh, with Aaron Rodgers and that group. And, and certainly you mentioned Matt LaFleur too, whose record has been impeccable. Uh, let's talk about our friends at Bet Online very quickly before we get some predictions on this one. BetOnline.net, your number one source for all your betting football needs, basketball, the NBA going on, NHL, and of course, the World Series as well. BetOnline.net, where you find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. You want to know a spread in a game? You want to know over-under? This is where you go. BetOnline.net. They remain your continued source for all your sports wagering info. Live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there. I mentioned before, check in on everything, including MLB with the World Series going on, MMA, boxing, and golf as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Matt Derry locked on Lions. Peter Bukowski locked on Packers. It's the prize picks NFL locked on NFL Thursday crossover. I mean, all right. So we have to make a prediction. I, I've picked the I picked the Lions last week. There is no way in hell I'm picking the Lions this week. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is coming, and even when the Lions, you can go back to the Hail Mary game. All right, I just and I was there. It, I can't do it. There's no way they're waving the white flag. I just don't see it. Um, Rodgers is so due right to to break out, and I just think it's going to be too much for for Detroit to handle this week. What what, what do you say? So here's what I'll say. If the Packers start fast, this is a game where they could they could really take it to Detroit because of the defensive issues. They had a 14-3 lead against Washington. 
They had um, a, a two, multiple two-score leads against the Giants. They blew those leads because they wouldn't run the ball in the second half. I think that that issue is now somewhat fixed based on what we saw on Sunday. Um, I think they will stay committed to the run defense. But I, I just looked up these numbers. Green Bay, uh, adjusting for schedule, is the 27th defense in the third quarter of this season. This, mm. is, this is weakness against weakness for, for these two teams. <laughs> and then this is, I think, more troubling. In late and close games, the Packers are the worst defense in the league. And worst defense by a mile. So that is, that's pretty bad. And so if, if this game is close late, I don't know how you have any faith in the Packers to pull it out on the road, given what we've seen the last few weeks. So here's here. I'm going to make a coward's prediction. Yeah. This game is either going to be like 31 17 or it's going to be 24 20 and the Packers are going to lose. Like those are the only two options. If this game is close, <laughs> I have All no right. faith in Green Bay to win, but I certainly can see them getting off the schneid a little bit and saying, okay, you come out. And this game is is 14-3 in the first quarter. You run the ball against this team, and they just don't have enough. Jared Goff is not going to bring you back. And they can pin, pin their ears back and play complimentary football, all that stuff. If they can do that, they can win big. If it's close, I have, I have zero, zero. I was going to do a little. I have zero faith in the Packers to close these games out because the defense has just been that bad lately. How about that? Yeah, 29th in the league in, in run defense, I believe, right? And, and the Lions want to run. And, and to be honest, I'm guessing Is Swift's going to play. What's the status with Swift right now? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm guessing they're going to keep him out. Uh, didn't practice on Wednesday. And they said, Campbell said on the radio on Tuesday morning on the flagship station that uh, maybe he's not ready to come back. I, He's a chandelier right now. He's so talented, but he's always hurt. But I'll say this. I think Jamal Williams is going to have a big game. Uh, I think they're going to run. I think they're going to um, try to keep Rodgers off the field. I think they can run, actually. But the issue is going to be third downs. And again, if they get to that fourth and two, fourth and one, that's when the Lions is going to this crazy shell. Last week, fourth and two driving against the Dolphins, and they throw a bomb to Josh Reynolds. It was incomplete. Like, that's the call. Swift's in the game, by the way, but he's hurt. Where's Williams not in the game? And then Hawkinson was in blocking on that play. So there's this head scratching things. And if we had to go down to uh, edges and stuff, I mean, LaFleur versus Campbell, advantage uh, Peter Bukowski. So <laughs> can I ask you a big picture question before we get out? Of yeah. Here? So the Lions have been paying Jared Koff a bunch of money. Yes, it's over. Presumably, <laughs> this is a CJ Stroud team. This is a Bryce Young team. This is, a I think so. I think so. Now, uh, I wouldn't have said that a few weeks ago because I thought they were married to him. But the more I'm seeing and the more that I, I would believe, especially that especially in some of these closer games, Belichick had a, had something for golf that day and the Patriots blew him out uh, last week. Like I said, the fourth and two just doesn't make enough plays. And with this quarterback heavy draft and where the Lions are sitting right now, I, I think they're finally going to pull the trigger and finally draft one. Uh, the question is, would it, like you said, would it be Hooker, Stroud, Bryce, Levis, any, you know, Richardson, who, which one would it be? But they're going to, it looks like they're going to be in their position to finally do it. And if they could get rid of golf, I think they only take about a $10 million hit uh, as opposed to before this year, if they wanted to do it, it would have been you know closer to 30 million. So I think you're going to see a new quarterback in Detroit. Another, another thing that I, that I just want to pull out of this, this matchup is the Lions have been, at times, a, a very man-heavy team. 
And I thought that would come back to bite them a little more against Miami than it did. Um, but Green Bay, when when their receivers get pressed, even if it's zone, you know, like the Bills played them in, in press, but it's it's a, still a zone look. You drop out of it or it's a man match or whatever it is. They have had issues because it's Romeo Dobbs, it's Sammy Watkins, it's these older guys in, in Watkins' case, and it's these rookies in, in Dobbs' case. They have not been able to get off press. And so that is, I, I think, going to be something that the Lions are going to try to do. Will the Packers have answers? Alan Lazard practiced on Wednesday. Hopefully that's trending in the right direction for him. Randall Cobb will not play. We'll see with Christian Watson. I think Christian Watson is an underrated piece for this team. When he plays, the offense just looks different and his speed is a huge factor opens up so many opportunities for everything else that happens here so i they, they need to get some of that stuff worked out but i, I think we're going to see more samori Toure. um and and he had a nice game last week last week he he ran i think he had 17 snaps matt and had four targets and sammy watkins played 80 percent of snaps and had one target like the writing is on the wall for that guy Wow. And I said this week, like, just just cut him and let let play the Kansas kids. City, let yeah. L.A., like, let him go play for a team that actually has a chance to contend for a Super Bowl because, he, you know, he's a great guy and, and the, his teammates like him. He's It's just not it's not going to happen here for him because um, he can't he can't move the same way. But on a team where there's more space, maybe he can still be a useful sort of possession receiver. This is going to have to be a Dobbs game. That's just what it is. And he had a nice game last week. If he has that same kind of game, you know, I think the Packers can really score points. If not, then again, this is, this is 24, 20 it's, and it's, you know, <laughs> it's, well, it's the reddest of red flags and the season's probably over. If they, if, if this is a close game late, what a world we are living in here in 2022 uh, with this uh, NFL crazy, the Vikings running away with the NFC North, but mm, hurts uh, me. Pete, always a pleasure. My friend, it was a lot of fun. Thanks so much. I appreciate being a part of your last Locked On crossover edition. <laughs> not, Good not luck, if Matt. You, if not if the Lions win, I'm back. That's true. That's true. Uh, Matt Derry, Locked On Lions Thursday crossover. Peter Bukowski, a close friend, by the way, of TJ Lang on uh, Locked On Packers, right here on the Thursday crossover, brought to you by Prize Picks. All right, thanks to Matt for joining me on another crossover edition, maybe his last crossover edition uh, of Locked on Packers and Locked on Lions. These two teams do not meet again for a little while, so um, he will have plenty of time to mull his future. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow live, uh, 7 Central Time on the Locked on Packers YouTube page. Go subscribe to us over there. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. While I'm not paying for verification services, we'll see if that changes moving forward. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, like tomorrow, you can do that by subscribing to the Locked on Packers YouTube page to stay Locked on Packers.